This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Turner Sparks and Sir Michael Ira Kaplan are on a quest to explore every town in America through the eyes of the scumbags, scoundrels, and world touring comedians who grew up there. Who knows what they'll find out? This is Lost in America. Everybody, how's it going? Thank you, thank you. What's up? Cap? I love that my wife is blocking, trying to keep me from performing here. Still, <laughs> still blocking. Still, she moved over just a little. Oh, give cool. it a little nudge. All right, so that nice. I'll, how's it going? It's uh, it's going. Is he way skinnier than it, he used to be? I am. I, I, I bought him this shirt last year for this podcast. Pre heart attack, you and bought now it. Now it fits. You made it happen. You willed it. And now I think I could take credit. See, that's the thing. All year, the whole year, people, every time they see me, they say, you look great. You which, do. Which makes you feel awkward, though, because I didn't, like, when you do, go on a diet and you lose a lot of weight by trying really hard, sure. you really want to hear that you look great. Yeah. That's the whole point. But when you had a heart attack, it's like you feel guilty because there are people who are actually dieting. Like, sometimes I ran into, I was at the coffee shop one day and a regular, and somebody said to me, I haven't, you look like you lost a lot of weight. What's your secret? And then I was, I had a moment. I was like, do I make up a diet, Atkins, paleo, something? Or do I tell, because it was really, she was just a friendly barista. It, it was like. That's I, what you do, you write it down and you say, don't, I, I can't tell anyone else's secret. Look at it when I leave. <laughs> and it just says, I had a heart attack. Yeah. I, I keep eating pork. That's what I should have done because instead I, of course, told her and then it was just really awkward. And then I Listen, life's full of <laughs> loopholes. Yeah. And someone's going to take advantage of them. It might as well be you. All right. That's uh, what I that's have to say. Whatever. <laughs> so, Kat, um, you're, this is really far. Should yeah, I forgot. Does I was supposed to move weird? the... We did a whole dress thing where I was supposed to move the chair over, but... Um, so we wanna, I want to talk about your uh, kids. Oh, yeah. Before the heart attack, that's what all I talked about, so it's good to... Well, return. you were telling me the other day that Teddy, has, uh, Teddy and Ruby Kaplan are... What are the ages? How old? What are the ages? Yeah, clap, Grandma. <laughs> Seven and five. Good job. <laughs> seven and five. And, Teddy is um, seven, and he's going. He's in second grade. Ruby's five. And what's going on with Teddy? You were, you were telling me something. Yeah, he's uh, he's getting bullied. Yeah, the bullies exist in 2020 in New York City. Can you believe this, people? Your niece is getting bullied. Yeah. It's a bummer. <laughs> Fifth grade. All right. Well, I that, got. That something. seems more realistic. Fifth grade, though. Like I didn't know second grade this could start. So that's why that's why I'm totally lost because then and they say to him this kid says he he talked like a girl which I didn't think was allowed in 2020 to say. <laughs> kid, Listen, there's I no rules. The in second grade. I'm totally lost here. I don't know what to tell him. I don't know what to. So so you you got some help? I understand. Yeah. So what I did is maybe this will help you. So I printed out. I went on uh, kidshealth.com. <laughs> Wait, if you don't have children, you go on that website. Doesn't that go right to like? Uh, you're, the, the pedophile police are coming tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, pedophile yeah. police. Your get burned. Go home and turn the computer, throw it in the Reese River. Just now. <laughs> pedophile police and ICE. And, uh, <laughs> yes. They're arresting it's, me and kicking me out all at the same time. Yeah. Kidshealth.com. <laughs> Great site. Uh, advice for parents to give kids dealing with bullies. Okay. I'm gonna the phone likes it. Make some notes. Number here. one advice. First of all, identify the bully. 
That's advice? That's advice. Like, it says, most kids have been teased by a sibling or a friend at some point, and usually it's uh, not harmful. It's done playfully. This is like <laughs> denying the victim or immediately, like questioning their story. Or is it saying that you could have so many bullies that you... No, don't... it's saying your kid's probably not getting... I don't know. Yeah, that's not good advice. Yeah, no, I disagree. Because I... I'm, I'm a, is, parent... is Ruby, is your daughter... Is, is she the bully? We didn't say... <laughs> she... Is your she, five-year-old daughter bullying a seven-year-old? We didn't say who the bully was. She kind of... She will be a bully one day. But, but that's... You're supposed to raise strong women. That's like the, what you're, you're told you're now. Right. So you're supposed women. to want your daughter to be a bully. Like, you're supposed to be proud of that. You're supposed to post things on Facebook all about it. Yeah. Example, proud of my young bully. <laughs> yeah, you go... Bumper yeah. stickers? Bumper stickers. On the back every, of cars? It's a whole different world when you're raising a daughter. But that's my next, son that's the next honor podcast. Student, my daughter's a bully. Exactly. But no, uh, my son's being bullied by a boy. Dox him. Let's say his name. No, we're not doxing him. <laughs> All right. Here's the number. Here's the first actual piece of advice. Okay. I don't know. Avoid the bully and use the buddy system. What does that mean exactly? What is the buddy system? Because I understand the buddy system when you go like on a trip. Like you have a buddy so you don't get lost. Yeah, or That's swimming. Sp- or swim- what is it? Right? It's more for swimming. Oh, so you don't drown? Is it what, backpacking around Europe? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What kind of buddy system? No, you go on a field trip. You have a buddy, and it, it absolves the teacher of responsibility if she loses them. Oh. Because you're like, you're with your buddy. Everyone's checked. Well, is this good about use it? It says use a different bat. Jesus, this, this is. <laughs> use a different what? Use a different bathroom if a bully is nearby. And don't go to your locker when there, when there is nobody around. This sounds like prison. <laughs> This is advice for getting bullied in prison. Not Did you ever get stuffed in a locker? No, oh, come on. The, uh, we you didn't were... have lockers. Yeah. It's California, you just uh, bring you your stuff lockers? home. Oh, no, I think I did once, but you got... I didn't get fit because that was pre-heart attack. But That's here too. It just says don't fit in a locker. <laughs> yeah. Number yeah. three. So Teddy, this is you. Teddy doesn't have lockers yet. And I think they only have like one bathroom they're allowed to go to at this age. I don't think they have choices, options. It's a gender neutral? What do you mean? Uh, no, I don't actually know because when I'm in the school, like, I was there over the weekend for basketball and I try to use the bathroom and that's a big no-no. You can't use a kid's bathroom. So I've never... Well, now, been, yeah, now you're getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting arrested. <laughs> so yeah. you have to hold it if you're a parent at a school. So yeah, I don't... Uh, I'll make a note though. Tell them that. No, my question is, do you agree with this or not? I don't think that's cutting to the problem yet. I, I still... Unless... Yeah, unless he finds a friend... We who, have teachers in the audience, right? Yeah. No, is that bad advice? Finding another Avoid bathroom. them and don't go to the locker by yourself. <laughs> don't go to the locker. Oh, avoiding is step one. But how Kaplan, do you avoid a kid who's in your class? The teacher says avoiding is step one. Maybe she, she says maybe brush it off. All right, here's number two. Number two thing to do. Hold in the anger. <laughs> Are they, they're, trying to create, they're trying to create a school shooter? Like what? <laughs> Hold it in until it volcanoes over. It's full of rage. Shoot up. <laughs> it's, it's natural to get upset by the bully, but that's what bullies thrive on. Oh. This that is, is what I used to thrive. That's what Ruby will thrive on. Yeah. She's gonna, I mean, I told him to, to do the whole, I know you are, but what am I thing. Try to trip him up. <laughs> what is this, the 80s? Yeah, the 80s. Well, I, Yeah. So that's hack bullying. Hack bullying. I don't have. Yeah, that's why I came to you. Hold the anger. No, I'm. You, you I'm I sent him to karate. I want him to learn how to fight back. Yes. Oh. Uh, punch him. Just because you, you, you punch a bully, I think, and they they back down. All right. So that's, the, that's the audience it. likes karate. They like karate. <laughs> the audience is not on the list. 
Um, Bonus. What's what's it, what else they got? Anything else? Well, let me read the rest. Of this. Uh, so it's natural for the bully to get upset, but what bull, that's what bullies thrive on. Make them feel. It makes them feel more powerful. Practice not crying, mm. <laughs> or or looking red or upset. <laughs> this is ch- kidshealth.com. Kidshealth.com. It seemed like a legitimate news source. <laughs> Practice not crying. I think what it's implying is that you need to bully your kid. I need to, to train him. Like, in the off-season. In the off-season, like in the summer? Yes. Like, get under his skin. Three try to make, months. Don't cry. Don't yeah. shed a tear. Don't. I mean, that is good advice, I guess, because crying is the worst thing you can do, right? Yeah. I have never... I, I wasn't a bully. <laughs> Even at the Jewish day school, I was the top dog. I wasn't bullying anybody, but... <laughs> But, but I will, I will try. He's a sensitive kid, though, so I don't know if that's going to work, but I'll try to. All right, number four, number three, sorry. Act brave, walk away, and ignore the bully. He, that got booze. Yeah. Said, oh, he said it. <laughs> Firmly and clearly tell the bully to stop, then walk away. Practice ways to ignore the hurtful remark. Ignore the hurtful remarks. None of this is uh, addressing the problem head on, except for karate. Like karate, yeah. All, All right. this is just kind of wussing out. Yeah, I think if the kid kicks you in the shin, you just put you put one punch. Sucker punch. So, one sucker punch. Yeah, you do it when they're not ready. Sucker punch says your uncle. Yeah, because you know my kids that's are. That's what we did in the old days. That's right? what we did, right? We uh, sucker punch him, so. or with karate, sucker kick him. All right, cap. That's that's the move because he my he, my kids are little. If anyone didn't guess, by based on our heights, so they're not. They got an element of surprise. That's the key. Is that a, that next one? Element of surprise. Uh, the last thing to do says tell an adult, which that never works. So. Tattletale never Just works. Just karate. Kick you don't want to raise tattletales. All right, that's all we got time for, Kaplan. We got to get to the show, you guys. We're done. Hopefully that helps. <laughs> what do we solve? All right, you guys. We have a fantastic show for you guys tonight. Um, we're gonna have comedians coming up here doing some stand-up comedy. Then they're gonna stick around and we're gonna. T- Talk to them about the towns they grew up in across the United States of America. How does that sound? We need this table. Come on. We need everybody. There's 13 people in here. We need everybody clapping. We're going to start over here because I didn't see this table. Here we go. You guys, we're going to do that once again. We're going to get everybody. We, we got all these comedians. They're going to be fantastic. How does that sound? Round of applause for everybody. We need everybody. Put your hands together for the hilarious Usama City Game. Everybody, I'll go on this one. What? Ah, so Kaplan, give him the news. Wow, that was amazing. I never knew that was my dad. You were talking to. I found a whole lost story that he apparently was beaten up every day. Your dad is a very uh, unhinged (laughs) human being. (laughs) Football player was just punching him in the head in the middle of class. God, I'm gonna tell Teddy to toughen up. Thanks. I mean, have you ever had a real conversation? I don't, I don't think anyone really has a real conversation with their dad ever. No. You know I, now I knew that. I didn't I know this until this moment. Never had a real started. conversation. He seems okay about it, though. I don't yeah. think he was, there was not that much trauma. <laughs> As you said, it was the 50s. It was different. <laughs> yeah, it was the 50s. <laughs> so Soviet. what was it? I, w- I was watching you said about growing up. Like, what was it like going over to, growing up in Plano, Texas? First yeah. of all, you're from Plano, Texas. We haven't said yes. that yet. Yes, Plano, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Plano. yeah? Whoa. Oh, shit? 
Okay, you've heard you of it. You just have heard of it. It's the Allentown of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody gives a fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, this also... This also proves that no one listened to our podcast three weeks ago because we had him on talking for an hour about Plano, Texas. No li- they're, they're saving it. They're going to listen to it. Yes. Yeah. So what was it like? Right, we're gonna, we got que- we'll ask the questions, everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wait, you, you guys didn't see Plano, Texas and then immediately click? That didn't like, you didn't care about the worst city in the world? <laughs> hey, that's cares. Allentown, Pennsylvania. We uh-huh, won that uh-huh, one year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what was it like going like growing up with immigrant parents and then going over to the like white Plano kids' houses uh, in junior high school? Well, the one thing was I the one thing that freaked me out when we were growing up, the first time I realized that white people and we were different, was I walked in, my friend Danny Lazar. Mm, he was up. like, I walked in and we we're gonna play Zelda that day, right? I walk in, I'm like, hey Danny, what's up? He's like, hey man, come on in. I walk in, right? And he keeps walking, he keeps walking back, and I'm like taking my shoes off, and he's like <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, don't worry about it. I've never seen that. Was it carpet? It was carpet. I mean, Why don't you all take your shoes off in the house? That's a hate crime. <laughs> all right, I, I, Ecuadorians do. To, to <laughs> not take your house. I, so uh, people with uh, people had wood floors, that's yeah. fine, right? No, it, was a, it was a carpet floor. Yeah, that's, I don't, I can't, I can't speak yeah. for Danny Lazar. No, I don't agree with that either. Can you guys clap it up if you wear your shoes in the house? Well, now you wouldn't, because yeah. we demonized it for 13 well, seconds. Well, you know what? I think, I think no one does. I think no one does it anymore, right? Is this a, is this a Danny Lazar problem? or not? Okay, I'm No, I think that immigrant okay. families have... Uh, this is a positive contribution sure. to the United States of America. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one positive. Sure. sure. Is that no one wears one. shoes inside anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. Yeah. And then uh, he didn't wash his hands. Is that a thing too? Oh okay. yeah, we don't. We don't. That's American. We do not wash our hands. We do that proudly. So Osama, we have some. Um, here's what we did because we had you on a couple weeks ago. So we've literally talked about every anything and everything Plano. Sure. For an hour. And so what I I couldn't think of any more questions. So what I did is I went to Google. Okay. And did you know that if you just type in the name of any town in America, Google will give you questions. Yeah. <laughs> It will just give you questions to ask about that town. So now, we don't have to prepare for this podcast ever again. We just type in a town name. So here's, so I want to read to you the questions from Google, that Google has for Plano, Texas, and then I want to see if you get the right answer. Okay. I'm not. I stayed inside a lot. Question you haven't Googled ten, your hometown recently? This is 10 questions. All right, let's do it. Number one, what is Plano, Texas known for? Fuck. Ah... <laughs> uh, uh, Anyone know? Anyone know? You do? You do? Wait, what? The big cult. The big cult? The big cult? Oh, Waco. That's Waco. Whoa. Okay. You mean the Branch branch Davidian (laughs) compound? She came in so confident, I almost believed her. I was like, cults. God, listen, it's the cults. I'm like, I'm sure you had a cult, but not the big one. You you know what I thought you you meant? You were so confident, you could create your own cult, I feel like. Jesus Christ. I thought you meant the big chill, the movies from the 1960s. The big cults, yeah. I was like, did that take place? The big cult. I'm sure he would be glad you called it that. No, I don't know. It's known for its... uh, it's uh, long meadows and and, and uh, lawns. Then someone just said J.C. Penny. Do you guys have a J.C. Penny there? I think she just likes J.C. Penny and she's yelling it out. Uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, you're wrong. We gotta keep moving. Pl- it's a headquarters. Plano, Texas is known for great neighborhoods, strong education, <laughs> iconic and authentic Texas cuisine, and affordable living. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Who wrote that? The uh, I'm not talking about that when I lived there. This is Google. You know? <laughs> you know? I'm not there in Plano being like, oh, I love the local Texas cuisine. All right. Here's a yes or no. Look. Number two, is Plano Tech, this is according to Google, is Plano, Texas safe? Yes. 
100%. No. What? <laughs> Did you know this? A lot of bullies. Plano expert? Okay. Crime rate is higher than 63% of other towns in Texas. One in 52, you have a one in 52 chance of being assaulted. <laughs> I, I was the, the 62. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I was you never, never got assaulted? No. Wow. My mom? <laughs> my dad? You'd be giving advice on bullying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess see. I was so uncool. I couldn't even get assaulted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you have to be outside at the drive-in. Well, you first have to be noticed. Yes. Yeah. To get hit. Yes. Yes. You, a lot of people skating through life unassaulted and unnoticed. Sure. I think that's worse. Yeah. Than being hurt. <laughs> You'd rather. He's happy about getting hurt. You can see, someone knew him. You know. <laughs> Bob, Dr. Bob Kaplan. Yeah. Question number three: What is the best area to live in in Plano, Texas? West Plano. No. What? <laughs> There's three options here, too. There was it the, the other Cardinal Directions? Willow Bend. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's West Plano. Wiffle uh, Tree. West Plano. Tree. Or Normandy Estates. West Plano. Yeah, but you're just naming a geographic region? But that's all right, because it's all West Plano. You narrowed it down to east or west. I just realized if I say enough things, he has no idea. All he has is the page. It's all west side. So he's you like, gave, oh, I guess you're right. You gave yourself a 50-50 option and then just picked one it's of them. It's West Plano. We, all Willow Bend is, we used to go there trick-or-treating because they would not, they would give us like the full-size candy bars. Oh. Yeah. How the fuck do you, what the, okay. Right. She knows. She's like, full-size candy bars. She's yeah. like, yeah. The, uh, How did you know that? She's like the big Colt gave us full-size candy bars, too. That's how they get you in. And Kool-Aid, and then blankets, and then uh, Nike shoes. Sure. And then a spaceship. Oh, my God. Number four, is Plano, Texas wealthy? Uh, uh, West Plano is. Willow Bend. We're not talking about West Plano. (laughs) The full Plano. Is Plano, you're not yet. Plano's pretty wealthy. Yes, you got it right. Okay, yeah. fucking good. Richest city in the U.S., according to a new report by the Census Bureau. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, richest I, city in the United States. Median of income is very high in Plano. Take that great now. I looked it up. It's Seventy-nine thousand dollars. They're very well to do, but they also median income Plano, Texas. It's very high median income, but they're Look also at all these New York elitists in the also, <laughs> not believing that anyone can have money outside of Manhattan. <laughs> I would not dare go to Plano, Texas. But somehow we have money and then we're still hurting people a lot, apparently. So I don't know. High assault rate. Number That's five. How you make money. I don't know. Yeah. Is Plano, Texas a good place to live? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of the best places to live, according to Google. One of the best. Look at this. They're in shock, New York City. What is Google's methodology here? Doesn't say. <laughs> Just says it's one of the best. Who wrote this? I bet it was a the guy internet. From Plano. <laughs> Jesus. I'm asking you the questions. Does it snow? I feel snow? like she might have written this actual thing. She Does it snow up. in Plano, Texas? No, it, it has snowed before, yes. Yes! Did you say not once? <laughs> He's confident. Oh, they said not once. <laughs> They're engaged in the quiz. It's a very high octane questions. It's shot you, seventy nine thousand is it's pretty good for a median income, right? This this elitism in New York City. I don't know if what median means. Is that the that's, that's the average, the or average the per, if you that's walk mean. down the street and you like the guy who works at McDonald's makes seventy nine thousand dollars a year. Wow. That's exactly the that's definition of that uh, term. <laughs> the guy who works at McDonald's flipping burgers makes seventy nine grand. Yeah, I, they do. We'll just exactly. Go now he believes me. Number seven, is it, how hot does it get in Plano, Texas? We're looking for a temperature. Hot. <laughs> Pretty hot. Hot. Uh, uh, 82 degrees Fahrenheit. No, 101. Okay. 
<laughs> in Texas, mean? we're just like, it's fucking hot. You know, we is don't have an average or just numbers like that. Fuck me, dude. He's right. This is, I think everyone in this audience feels like this is their show. Well, <laughs> also, <laughs> there's something too intimate about this. They think because this is a conversation between everybody because there's 14 people here. <laughs> this is all of a sudden everyone's that, living room. That, that's something. That's something. My real name's actually Milek, actually, by the way. Yeah. What Czech. is the closest city to Plano, Texas? Uh, closest city? This should be easy. Allen, Texas. But Wrong! Da- Dallas! Wrong! Murphy! No! Richardson! Houston. Don't say West Plano. West Plano. <laughs> Garland, Texas! Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> we used to go there. To, uh, two blow, more, two to more. blow fireworks. Okay, see, is Plano, Texas the safest city in America? No, no, because of the assaults. No, it is! <laughs> oh, Wait, According what? to Google. Wait. I thought you just said it wasn't. For the second year in a row, Forbes magazine calls it the safest this, this city This test is making me like genuinely angry a little bit. Like I'm just angry at the questions. Take it up with uh, the nerds. <laughs> I don't know. Google.com. Last question. What is the best city to live in in Texas? Plano. No, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> that Google says so. That is it. Usama Siddiqui. Round of applause for Usama, thank you, thank you guys, everybody. Fun. All right, you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to keep the show moving. We need... Um, oh, one thing I should tell you all. You're not all mic'd. So when this goes onto the internet, uh, they'll hear us and then a bunch of like... You guys ready for the next Comedian of the Night? Yes! More energy, more energy. You guys ready for the next Comedian of the Night? She is hilarious. She performs all over the place. Put your hands together for Casey Balsham. All right, so uh, I think I should announce to the entire audience that uh, one more time for Casey, everybody. One more time for Casey. Yes. And also, I should say that these two, the two people I'm sitting next to, are just about to join the Friars Club. Whoa, look at that. Yes, Both we're people, about to be a round of applause. Thanks You're so in much. great company here. Look at this. Yes. You're in the same club as me. <laughs> Perfect. We will lower the median age. Median. We just found out what that meant. We Producer Matt was age. correcting us back there. Um, the word median, so. We will lower the median age of the Friars Club by 50 years, I think. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. We're really, we're really doing the it's curve. It's going to be very exciting. Casey's from Daly City, California, everybody. Yes, anybody? She's not paying attention. She's from Daly, what do you have on Daly City, do you know, California? What do you know about Daly City? <laughs> what cult was started in Daly City, California? Daly Ooh. City, California. Well, explain it, go for it. Daly City, California is in between San Francisco and South San Francisco. It's none of this bullshit stuff where people are like, I'm from San Francisco and they live in fucking Fresno. Daly City is in there. Can you tell that I'm angry about it? (laughs) (laughs) About people that are like, live in Oakland and are like, I'm from San Francisco. And I'm like, you have a different bridge, you know? Um, So uh, it's in between, yeah. And I went to school in the city and... um, yeah, it's very it's a very outdated little town, but it's fun. And the 49ers <laughs> yeah. going to the Super Bowl. And the 49ers are going to the fucking Super Bowl. Fire yes, Club and Super Bowl in the same week. I know. I mean, and then my birthday right after, so this is going to be wild. Here's what yeah. we want to do. We I've got a idea. whole thing. Um, there's a segment we do on our show called Hit It or Skip It. Oh, my. And we look up, because everybody's, listen, we all travel. We all We're are tourists, but travel. no one's going to the towns that we are talking about on our <laughs> podcast so in case anyone does want to go, we want you to give us advice on what to do. What we looked up is the top five things to do on oh TripAdvisor. In Daly City? In Not Daly San Francisco. City, this is California. Daly City, right? Oh, God. 
I just, I'm just going to go ahead and skip all of them. No! <laughs> then we can't do the bit. Okay, okay, let's do the bit. <laughs> this is comedy. Let's do the bit. We got to do the bit. Number one thing to do, and then uh, you can tell us to hit it or skip it and tell okay. us why and tell okay. us what it is. Because uh, the number one thing to do, so we all get what Daily City is, right? <laughs> a suburb, so this is all confused. And looks. it's very it's, foggy. It's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> put it in New York City terms. full of fog. I mean, probably. No, no, no. it's something. closer than Staten Island. <laughs> no, it's closer. No, Staten Island's part of New York like City. Brooklyn. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's it's like no. It's actually it's only like seven minutes outside of part. You of the can city. take the sub the Bart the version of the subway. Yeah, you can take Bart. What's the last line on the subway here? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Bay Ridge. Yeah. No, it's closer than Bay Ridge. It's not. It's maybe it's a Coney Island. All right, whatever. You guys get it, okay? It's very foggy there. Number one thing to do in, in Daly City, California, uh, Thornton Beach State Park. Oh, I think that's the dog park. Uh, Thornton Beach, I think they're literally... Fort Funston? No. Thornton. That's not what it says. Okay. <laughs> What's that Fort Funston? Fort Funst- <laughs> what is that? Fort Funston is like, it's all these little like dirt paths that you can kind of take dogs on and you walk through it and then on the other side there's a beach. Well, that should be the number one thing to do. It's like the only thing to do, really. No, according to TripAdvisor, there's the four other highway. things. Okay, Thra- Th- you said Thornton? Thornton Beach State Park. Ah, oh, hey, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> if you're a dog, that's the number one thing to do. If you're a dog, you should go. Okay, number that's all right. That's that's good. So it's on the so you Daily City is also on the ocean, right? Yeah, I is mean it, it's it's not like right on, but like it, we're very very close. And so then, what was high school? Was it a lot of like going and getting drunk at the beach? No, because it's freezing. Yeah. It's totally freezing. It was a lot of going and getting drunk just like on the bottom of the stairs by the high school or just going into the bathroom at high school or just going down to the locker room and getting In drunk. the high school. In ah. the high school. It was a Catholic school, so like half the half of the priests were drunk anyway. So like Yes. The priests did they live there? Thing. Did the priests live there? Yeah, it was a Jesuit high school. So it was mine. I think we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, the priests were drunk all the time. Like, and because really? in their dorms. Yeah, like full blown this our father sour, our main guy would just have like a bottle of Johnny Walker as he was teaching and we were like, This is normal. This is the year two thousand it was like ninety nine, I feel like. And they make their own rules. Still... It's private school. It's yeah. private property. Yeah, you have to pay them for them to teach you drunk. <laughs> and there there's a dorm, they live there? Yeah. Yes. They live, they live, they never leave. They live at the school. <laughs> they never number two things leave. To, number two thing to do, the Great Dickens Christmas Fair. Never been. All right. <laughs> Maybe my, I'm, I have some stuff to talk to Barb about. It seems like yeah. She, what's she Barb kept, doing? She, kept she seems me like she would go to all these things. I know. Number three, Saramonte Shopping Center. Oh, Saramonte. Yeah. So Saramonte is our number mall. That when we were in eighth grade, they wouldn't let us walk more than two people because they thought we were a gang. So we could only walk two by two in the mall. So like we literally had our friend group. We'd have to go two by two by two, or the or the um, security guards would come and break the us up. The mall cops. The mall cops would fucking come and break us up. We could only walk two by two. Why? Because gangs walk in threes? I guess so. <laughs> I guess <laughs> gangs walk. I guess you can't trust eighth graders when they walk in threes. If you go with a buddy system. Yeah. We could only two, walk two by two at Ceremony. Was there a gang problem in Daly City? Yeah, Mall? I, I guess so. Really? I guess shit was happening. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember, I remember a couple <laughs> of my friends were like, burning each other with cigarettes and like you know doing kind of gang initiation stuff but I just it was just Wait. part of childhood <laughs> that's a gang initiation at the catholic school no this was, was I went to a public grammar school and then I went to a catholic school that's why you went to the, the catholic school I, I have both sides gangs. of life it's yeah. very fun yeah, yeah but no yeah apparently we were in gangs and malls so so hit it hit it so you would suggest people to go to this mall and yeah, get man, gang initiated. Yeah, get jumped. There's a pretzel place. There's a C's candy. It's a good time. All right. We'll do one more. Number four thing to do. Lucky Chances Casino. Never been there either. Oh my gosh. I was, the, really I was a child. True. When did you move? <laughs> when I was 18. 
Where'd you go? Or 17. I went to Long Beach, California. Good choice. Yeah. I went No straight. gangs down there. <laughs> no, it was the safe. The mall down. is full of kids. It's a ten at a time. The mall, ten they walk four by four. They walk four. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they all yeah. join gangs. It was the walking. Okay, we're gonna we're skipping that. We're going to something okay. else. Here we do. Here we good thing we brought we had two ideas. Second idea. Uh, we're doing a quiz. This is a quiz between you and Kaplan. We do this every week. Oh boy. We've been doing this for six or seven weeks now. Kaplan, I think we're doing it six weeks. Kaplan's four and two. No, it's you versus Kaplan. Who knows more about your hometown? Fuck. Okay. I'm very good at no guessing. That's so why I'll see if okay. you can be here's smart a pen, guesses. And here's a paper. You kinda have to like half write this down. Uh, here's a pen. Okay. Very professional here. Do I have a piece I'm going to write down too so that I can't cheat. Uh oh, maybe I lost it. Here, you need it. I'm like very nervous that I like didn't grow up there. <laughs> well, like you're going to be like, you actually are not from there, you idiot. Never mind. I think I lost the paper. Okay. I'll write it on my hand. Here. All right, write it. Do you need to uh, rip this in half? Yeah, you can write on the back of that. Okay. And then you're going to have to give me that paper. I want to see what the other one All right, first question. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, don't read that. That's the last question. <laughs> oh. Oh, I didn't read that. I just wanted to see what the fourth thing was Mar Vista Stables. That I've done a couple times. <laughs> oh, we should have gotten one more. Okay. You'll First question, Daily City. Who knows more about Daily City? Kaplan, who has never been there. When, have you heard, when did you hear of Daily City, Kaplan? Just this, on this podcast. Just today. I learn about America from this podcast. Versus I, Casey not, Balsham, who grew up there for 18 years. Who knows more about Daily City? First question, who was Daily City named after? This is multiple choice. A, John Daly. A businessman and landowner from Massachusetts. B, Stephen Daly, the first mayor of the town, formerly known as Victoryville. Don't look at mine. I already knew mine. I didn't need C, to C, Edwin... Well, that's given it... C, Edwin Daly, discover... Oh, he discovered gold. Uh, also was Carson Daly's great-great-grandfather. Interestingly enough. Katrina Daly, the first woman golfer. I mean, no chance is that. John, they're barely God, naming shit after us now. You think they named it after a fucking golfer back in zero zero two? First woman golfer. What does that even mean? Professional Bar. or? It's just what it says. Oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't write these quizzes. We're not that far. Yeah. Who, who'd you pick? A, B, C, or D? Kaplan. Uh, I'm gonna go with B. B. Stephen Daly, the first mayor of the town, mayor of the town, which was formerly known as Victorville. And uh, it's John Daly. John Daly. Yeah. Hey, John Daly. Wow, she's up. One nothing. It was I never known as so the golfer John Daly, though? No, it's a different John, John Daly. Because I just thought of the... There was a fat guy golfer, right? John Daly? Yeah, there's a John Daly. Yeah, but he's not Eddie a businessman slash landowner from Massachusetts. Well, I would name a town after him. It was a good time. Number two. Right. Who is not from Daly City? John Madden, Jason Siegel, Sam Rockwell, Dave Brown, the bass player from Santana. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant the Giants quarterback. A, John Brown. Madden, B, Jason Siegel, C, Sam Rockwell, D, Dave Brown. Uh, Casey, what'd you write? John Madden, I don't think, is from there. Okay. Kaplan, what'd you write? I was actually writing John Madden as well. You're both... Wow! Plano, Texas lady knew. You're both wrong. <laughs> John, you... Oh, because she knows she's Jason right. Siegel's Jason from. Siegel's not oh, from... Oh, because he's, he's from New York. Ah, fuck. He's Jewish. <laughs> they must have... They have Jews he's in Daly Jewish, City. Jewish, she said. Do you know why? I couldn't think of his face for a minute, but I was like, it's definitely not Jason Siegel. But the Santana guy makes sense because Santana's from San Francisco, so, and his daughter went to my rival high school. So there are Jews, Jews in Daly City. That's right? what I was going to ask. No, not there's no... No, there's not. No? There's, like, no Jews... No, my mom, when she first came to visit New York and saw, like, Hasidic Jews, was like, what? She had no idea. Oh. Like, she didn't know. Like, she is no... We, we grew up around mainly Filipino people. Oh, okay. We saw, like, 10 this Hasidics not, the other day. This is not a joke. We yeah, were, like, one of the only like, white people. It's a group of rabbis. Like, he thinks they're all rabbis, so this oh my is God. a different <laughs> opinion. But, there were right. no Jews in Sacramento, either. Really? 
There was like two families. Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> no, you just didn't live in our town. I don't know. I didn't even know I was Jewish. It until also could have to do ago. with the fact that we both went to Catholic high schools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a new Jew, too. So I'm like just part of it. I just found out. Thank you so much. Number three. <laughs> That's a whole other fucking story. <laughs> which musician or band wrote the song Little Boxes about Daily City? And I'll read some of the lyrics. Oh, boy. Oh, have to. Wow, this Plano lady knows everything. <laughs> um, she didn't know that the cult, the big one. <laughs> the big cult. Was not from Plano, Texas, but she knows everything else. Yeah, uh, here's the, the lyrics to the song about Daily City and the business executives. They all play golf on the golf course and drink their martini dry. And they all have pretty children, and the children go to school. I don't know if that's... <laughs> the children go to school. And the children go to like summer specific. camp, and then they go to university, and then they all get put in boxes, and then they all come home the same, and the boys go to business, do, start a business, and marry and raise a family, and they get put in boxes, it's, and they I come I prefer the song Allentown. Who wrote that song? A, Rancid. B, Woody Guthrie. C, Pete Seeger. D, Bob Dylan. Oh... Audience, you can, this is like, uh, you can weigh in. You can try to give answers. You can treat this like, uh, what's that game show? Who was B? Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Who was B? Woody Guthrie. Woody Guthrie. Guthrie? A, A, Rancid, B, Woody Guthrie, C, Pete Seeger, D, Bob Dylan. That seems complicated. We got, everyone's everyone's guessing something different. We got a Rancid person. We got a a Woody Guthrie. We got a B or C person. All right, Cap, what's your I went with Woody Guthrie. I'm going to go Guthrie. Mm. You're both wrong. It was Pete Seeger. Oh. Bob Seeger? Seeger. I mean, I had written down Seeger, but. Don't get influenced by this crowd. They're not very smart. Like, I don't even. Yeah, Bob Seeger. Number four. Uh, There's five questions here. So, what's the score? Oh, you're both. one. You have one, Cap, one is zero. That's true. Number four, California State Senator. Uh, state senator, who's your, also your representative, named Scott Weiner. What is his biggest issue? <laughs> A. Climate change and plastic straw bans. That's two issues. B. LBGTQ rights and gender neutral bathrooms. C. Universal health care single payer option. Or D. Partying and bars staying up and open until 4 p.m. <laughs> 4 a.m. According to him? According to him. What's his number one issue? He's been Partying. fighting this. It's D. I'm going to contribute when I get home to this campaign. Casey, you pick. You go first. Um, I'm, uh, let's go. It's probably fucking straws. Everybody gives a fuck about straws. <laughs> so sick of the straws. I'm going to go straws. You're going straws? And partying. <laughs> strategic move because I had already written straws as someone. Because I just knew I needed an Do you guys want to pick differently? So All that, right. I'm going to go. What were the other choices? You got I'm it. sticking with straws. Climate change and plastic straws. LBGTQ Lesbian rights. Gay thing, she and gender neutral bathrooms. Universal health care. I'm going to go with uh, LBGT rights. You're both wrong. It's partying and bar staying open until 4 a.m. Wait, is there a real person? Mr. Yes. Wiener! Oh. Uh, his name is uh, State Representative Scott Wiener. I'm He's moving been back fighting home. this I'm moving since back home. 2013. He's been in office that long? Yeah, he puts platform? it on the bill every year, and every year it gets shot down by the state of California. <laughs> And then he's now gotten L.A., Sacramento, San Francisco. He's gotten like eight different districts all to go in with him, and it keeps getting shot down. But he's going to get it someday. I mean, that would be a game changer. 4 a.m. He wants all bars to stay open until 4 a.m. It's ridiculous. It's very bad for drunk driving. Everyone leaves at 2 o'clock, by the way. You need more time to... No, they were going to do it, but they were just going to raise the price of drinks for the last hour there, because oh. my friend that lives in San Francisco said something about that. Raise That's the price of drinks? For like the opposite of progressive slots. So. Yeah. 
Like so where it normally closes at two and then for like the last hour or whatever they're going to raise like the Like that would do anything? <laughs> like people would be like, this is $7 That's just taking now. advantage of drunk I'm people who don't even know the price thing. Uh, yes. All right, last question. Uh, this is for all... Uh, well, yeah, this is... This is for a tie. This is for two points. How about we just <laughs> no, say that? Dumb. Because we okay, need a winner. The bonus. Last round. question. According to a May um, 29th... 2010 New York Times article. Wow, they're very specific. You know why it's uh, you know why it's always foggy in Daily City. This is like a joke they wrote. Oh well, I know the I know the the, the racist version that I was told when I was younger. Well, this is according to a 2000. <laughs> I shouldn't say this. Uh, 2010 Times, so. May 29 2010 New York Times article. Do you know why it's always foggy in Daily City? A because of marijuana smoke from San Francisco. B, because all the Filipinos turn on their rice cookers all at the same time. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. B, I say B. Yeah, or C, because of the Santa Ana winds. It's the rice cookers. That's what I was told by all my Filipino friends. Oh, so it's not racist <laughs> if they told you that. This is from the New York Times. It's the New York Times. It's racist if the New York Times tells you that. It's not racist if Jacob Frill tells you that. Oh. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Kaplan, pick a different answer because we can't have you guys. Well, no, I guess you can't no, I lost. answer. I mean, she's get, you're well, saying B, you, right? You going with the... Are you going to go with... I'm going with it. Uh, it's my childhood. I'll go with the Santa Ana wins then. The Santa Ana wins. The answer is B, because all the Filipinos <laughs> turn on their rice cookers all at the same time. From the New York Times, everybody. Thanks. All right, that is Casey Balsham. Thank you for doing it, go Casey. <laughs> I knew that was the answer. Oh, also, she has a great new album out called uh, Son of a Barb, right? <laughs> Son of a Barb. You can get it. On iTunes, you can get it. Uh, you can also hear it uh, on Sirius XM Radio. Uh, all over the place. One more time for Casey Ballstrom, everybody. All right, uh, now I'm going to do something very exciting. Our next comedian coming to the stage. Um, you guys all know him. You love him. Please put your hands together for Michael Ira Kaplan! Can I use that one? Yeah. I have to switch mics now, so this is a big adjustment. Uh, wow, look at this. Anyway, thank you all for coming. Um, I'm Mike Kaplan, if you don't know. Yes, anyway. So I'm doing stand-up. This is the second time I'm ever doing stand-up. Uh, no phones. Um, and, uh, and I'm doing it. It's the last test. I have, uh, I'm, next week I'm going to the doctor. It's the year anniversary. I had a heart attack uh, January 27th for anyone who's going to take off from work that day or any, any you know. Um, so this is like the final, final, final test. Bless you. Um, uh, so here I am. Uh, I'm not yet a professional comedian, so please laugh, even if it's not funny. You can admit a little chuckle. It's not that hard. Fake laugh. I do it all the time. So, you know, people tell stories. I laugh. So you just laugh. Just keep laughing, because I could... I won't die tonight. I said this last time. But, like, look at me like the way you, like, view a, a, a cold day in the winter. Just because it's cold doesn't mean there's no climate change. So just because I look good, as we've discussed, doesn't mean I'm not going to drop dead from anxiety. So please keep laughing. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, Mom. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, people, we talk about the heart attack. This will probably be the last time we do stand-up on the heart attack. So, you know, let's keep talking about it. So I, um, people, the two most common questions I get are, you know, why did you have a heart attack? And... Well, let's start with why I had a heart attack, because I have no answers for that, of course. There's a variety of factors, but um, it's, let's be honest, it's the kids. Like, <laughs> kids, it's, it's, these kids, these kids, they're, you know, they're just like, the amount of anxiety, and I don't know, I don't know, my mom had four kids, I don't, don't know how, that's, you don't have like multiple heart attacks, and you have four kids. Um, 
But so I have these kids, and I, maybe it was just maybe it's just gotten harder, more stressful. Like for instance, now like I don't remember every time I went out as a kid, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember like there being like a whole conversation about like I, he's got to have water, you got to have water bottle. Like where's the water? Like it's like every time we leave the house for five seconds, there's this insane anxiety of like is the water cold? Is it like God forbid like they don't have water for a half an hour? Like what's gonna happen to them? So I'm always just stressed out about everything. Um, you know, yesterday I took them, I, I, part of, before doing stand-up, the last test before that was to go, I took them to the 76ers, play the New Jersey, or New Jersey, Brooklyn Nets um, at Barclays Center, and I took both kids um, because it's very important to brainwash your children to like the same things you like, so they're going to be Philly sports fans through and through. Um, so we went to the game, and it was, it was, it was, it was pretty, it wasn't too stressful, except then there's that moment where, you know, you're in the middle of a row, and you've got to, you, you've got to get up. Uh, to get them food, they're constantly, like, they just can't just, you have to keep, they have to have food in front of them at all times. Um, again, it's like the water they need to be eating, so we go, and we get uh, a hot dog for Teddy, and I get, they both want fries, and I'm trying to get them to just split a one order of fries into two plates, and it's just impossible, it's too, the person was too dense, she couldn't figure it out, so I got two orders of fries, and then I go to get the ketchup, and now it's the end of the third quarter, just ended, starting the fourth quarter, the ketchup thing is shut off completely. Like, it's like part of the new DUI program. So no alcohol after the end of the third quarter, no ketchup. And Ruby, my daughter, will not, yeah, she's the bully. She will not eat the fries or the ketchup. So I'm running, this guy says it might, the one on the far end might still be open. It might still be open. Not promise, but when you're a parent, you, you just have to take this chance. So you run, I'm sprinting like through the thing. These, I'm like running around the, the 200 level. I see him, the guy is like, literally I'm like watching the guy like wrapping it up, like the plastic's going over, the ketchup's about to go, like dive in, it's like an action movie. So I get in there, I'm like, I, I just need the ketchup, please. So I'm just like going nuts, ketchup everywhere. Uh, we get back to our seats and you know, we're about to, we, we, it, we're in the middle of the row, which is a real rookie mistake by me. When you're a kid, you gotta be on the aisle. So we're, we're, in, the, we're, we're in the middle of the row, and these other people are just, I don't know if they're just trying to protest the fact that my kids are animals or what, but they're just not even doing the, the like minimum, like moving your legs out, like to let people through. So we're just like stuck. Teddy's not very aggressive. I'm like, just go, go, go. I'm yelling at him. The ushers sees my stress, sees my, he's offering a whole, he's holding my food for me so we can get in. We start to get in. And then all of a sudden, we're like halfway through and I hear this sound behind me, I need to pee. And it's Ruby. I asked her so many times, you need to go to the bathroom. Because we were just kept, the, the, the whole ketchup lap, we passed three bathrooms. There's a family bathroom we passed. Randy made a point of it. She's an expert at the Buckley Center. She's like, there's a family bathroom, make sure to use it. Uh, so then we go to the bathroom. I'm just gonna take her to the men's room. It's the closest one. But then I get there and I realize that like I'm carrying this plate with the French fries and the ketchup and the water. They open up the water for you because like you're gonna steal it. Like they need to take the cap away. So now I can spill the water in the thing. And, and I'm trying to figure. And Teddy won't go in the bathroom. And I don't really want to take the food in the bathroom. So I'm trying to figure out how do I do this? How do I get the kids? into the seat, uh, Ruby into the bathroom, into the men's room, I gotta clean it, I gotta do all sorts of things. To, it's a sporting event men's room. Um, so I finally, I'm like having a panic attack and there's this guy standing there who's, he looks like, he's a 76ers fan, but he looks like he started tailgating for the last Eagles playoff game two weeks ago. And he's been tailgating the entire time since and then he just like jumped in the Chinatown bus and came up to New York for this game. And he just looks at me with pity and he's like, I, I can watch him for you. I've been there. So, so then you, you don't, nobody teaches you things when you're a parent. Like there's no uh, rules of like when you're allowed to leave your kids with complete strangers who are drunk, when you're not. 
you know, like I leave them in a car sometimes, I run in, but I always, yeah, as long as I'm sprinting, I feel like the cop won't say anything. If you're walking, you're, you're probably going, to, you're going away. So, so I make a choice. I'm like, Teddy, sit here. I go in, I get her in, I come out. He's still there. They were talking about the Eagle Seahawks game, so that worked out. But um, so, so that's why I had the heart attack, I think. But why, um, the other question I get a lot is what, um, what kept you alive? You know, because you, know, you had I, I, people who know the heart attack story know that I, I, um, you know, I was in, I was, it went on for hours. I thought I had food poisoning, um, and you know, I was, it was going on for many, many hours. And I finally went to the hospital. And I think what kept me alive, and this is a tip for everyone out there who, um, you know, might have a heart attack or might have, to, you know, it's a real compliment if you have cancer or anything. You're a fighter. You got to fight it off. Then you've done big, big, big accomplishment. So I was sitting in the, I was sitting in the hospital. And I had like this guy called Dr. Patagonia because he was like in his scrubs, but he was like had this fleece on. He was ready to hit the slopes when I came in. He was so annoyed. It was like midday, beautiful day out. And he, you know, he told me, he said, well, the good news is we know it's a heart attack and there's a hospital, but the bad news is we don't we can't treat it. We don't have the, we, we can't do the stent, which I needed. So we're going to put you in a chopper. And then he's like, oh, wait, it's snowing. We're going we're gonna to put you in an ambulance. I'm going to get there fast. In the meantime, I'm going to make you comfortable, which was, it was nice, you know. It's like, I didn't know what that meant. But what it really meant was he was going to just give me a shitload of fentanyl and just loaded me up. And I know why, why kids are get addicted to this stuff because it's, um, it makes you really good on the phone. Like I was texting, I was, it was the, if I was going to die, I was going to go out in a blaze of text genius because I was hilarious to everyone on the phone. Uh, I was writing, I was really, I was very proud of myself. I'm like, this is my last one testament. But then I started jonesing and I was like, what is that feeling? And I realized it was Sunday. It was 1245. I'm sitting there. What do I usually do? Oh, it's, it's football. I'm usually gambling on football at this moment. This is like the, this is the thrill. This is what you live for. And I had, had Super Bowl bets out, but I was like, I don't think I can live a week. So what am I going to do? So I, I got out the phone and I placed some bets on uh, some random college basketball games. I just, <laughs> Iowa State, Rutgers, Seton Hall. I just, I spread it out. Two o'clock, five o'clock, eight o'clock. I wanted to live. I wanted to have like this like degenerate bone, like adrenaline rush that would keep me alive. So I, I did did that and um, I, I you know and, I, and as I was sort of like dozing off when they were operating on me a couple hours later I thought well you know if I don't think I'm gonna die I think I'm gonna live but I was like I have a really good bookie and this is something everyone needs like you know when you, you're dating someone and they take care of you when you're throwing up or they cook you a nice meal you just like marry that person this is if you find a bookie who because I've had instances where I've made sarcastic remarks about losing money and killing myself and he always is very, he'll call you up and be like, are you okay? Is everything good? So if you find a bookie that cares about you, so I thought this guy, this guy, I think, I want to believe, and I haven't asked him this, but I want to believe that if I would, if the worst would have happened, I think he would have forgiven the debts. I think he would have, I think it's like when you get like a 4.0 when your, your college freshman, your roommate dies. That, is that true? I don't know. Is that, I've always, yeah, don't kill your freshman, your roommate, but. So it's an urban legend. So anyway, I recovered from the heart attack, as we said. I look, you know, okay, whatever. Um, and I remember that I did a really good job for several months of just like doing nothing, or I don't know, several months, six weeks of just laying around, lollygagging. And I just remember it was like accomplishment. Like people would say, like, don't do anything, don't stress, don't get up, don't. That was that's what you're supposed to do. But uh, I remember very, very, very well the day when I knew, oh shit, I'm like recovered a little bit. I was like sitting on the couch watching the 76ers. Again, common theme. 
sports are my life. And, you know, my wife, Randy, who's sitting over here, she was, she was cleaning up. And, you know, I had been t under doctor's orders not to do anything for the longest time. But, you know, I heard her, like, the women, when they're, when they're, when they're cleaning up, can be very loud in, like, their way, where they're just, like, they're, they're, the more angry they are at the mess you've made, the louder they get. It's like a pitch. <laughs> And it's subtle, and there's like bags are f moving, and things are just bouncing around, and and all of a sudden she's you know she's talking to herself about this mess, and I'm thinking the kids, and then I realized that the kids like weren't even home I think, or they were like in their rooms being good, and I was like, who's she talking about? And I was like, oh, did I make a mess? I can't make a mess. I had a heart attack. Like I had this card. I have this. I I can't be I can't be bothered to get off the couch, and then so. Um, that was, yeah, that was a big adjustment for me because I, I uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. I recommend it to everyone. You get off your feet for a while. You don't have a thing. And I still, I still miss those days. Like people pine for, like, they studied abroad. They pine for their, uh, you know, after uh, senior year. Maybe they had a good summer of just, like, or some dream job. Simpler times. Those were my simpler times. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I'm trying to get back to uh, I'm trying to get back to normal life. Uh, I've been trying for a while, um, and um, you know, the, it, it, we I, I saw this um, you know cardiac rehab doctor. That's my other doctor, and he's almost like a he asks you questions, and he'll be like you know ask you about work and ask you about exercise. And I you know I always lie. I always pretend I never have a drink. I'm exercising six times a week. Uh, three, uh, this guy's a real zealot. He's like 300 minutes a week is what he wants you to do. So, and then he said, gets very serious, and he's like, what about um, with your wife? I'm like, oh, she's good. He's like, well, what, uh, how's the, how are the intimacy issues? He's like, well, there's intimacy issues? <laughs> so he starts giving me this whole thing about how you need to, you know, after a heart attack, it's very normal. You need to uh, hold hands. You should try cuddling. You should try ca gentle caressing. He's got a British accent, so it sounds, <laughs> it sounds excellent when he does it. But... Um, I, you know, the thing is, I said to him, uh, you know, I think the issue really is, and I'm sure all men who've had a heart attack feel this way, is that women, to their credit, I think, would feel really bad if someone died in the middle of sex, I think, right, women? <laughs> like, women would not want this to happen, and I can see, because you, you're, when, you're, when you first get out of the hospital, everything you do, you walk up a flight of stairs, you're out of breath, so everything, you know, everything you do. So, I, men, I think that one big difference between men and women not that we'd want to kill someone, but I think, you know, like, I had a bed once where the, f the, the bed leg broke because it was a piece of shit bed, but still you feel like, oh, I accomplished something. So, so I think that, you know, not that we'd want to kill someone, but there's like a little bit of like, oh, that's interesting. So I think that's, the, that's my real, uh, so anyway, uh, on that note. <laughs> I, uh, and then, so then you start thinking, well, you know, you have to take care of yourself in some ways, but then it's like that by yourself, and, you know, my parents are here, but that, that, that is not the way you want to die. So this is, if anybody you know you think is, you know, maybe masturbating too much, have a doctor tell them they have a heart condition because I think that that it will stop it right there because you're, nobody wants to, that's like the worst way to be found, you know. You would need to plan a whole, you couldn't have like a porn out because that's not PC. You couldn't have, you, you couldn't have, you know, maybe if, if I ever resume that activity, which I do not do, but if I ever were to do that, I think what I would do is I would bring out the, uh, the Sports Illustrated with the, uh, they made a lot of news last year, the swimsuit issue with the, the, the young lady in the burkini. And I would just lay that out because if the worst were to happen and I were to drop dead in this moment, at least they could say, there lied a man who was very woke. 
but he, but he alas had a poor heart. Anyway, do we have any? I'm done talking, by the way. So I had more to say, but I think I, I don't know. I missed the light. Was there a light? Round of applause for Michael Ira Kaplan. Stay, stay, stay. Was there a light? I missed the whole light. I, no, I sit it. down, sit down. I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain. So I have to like let everyone in on what just happened. Kaplan was supposed to do five minutes. He was just supposed to be, do five minutes. This is the second time ever in his life doing stand-up comedy. Round of applause for Kaplan one more time. And the first time without a sheet of paper, so. Move the mic, <laughs> He was supposed to do five minutes of stand-up, and I was like, yeah, we'll light you at four minutes, and then you'll come off. And then the next comedian's not here yet, so oh. we were just like, let's just see how long he goes for. <laughs> I was like this, I know, because I timed this out, and I'm like, I know that first thing is of several minutes. I, I was like, how long is it? 15 minutes. Well, I had more, but I was like, I, I knew there must be. I'm like, I must Keep be missing going. the light. Yeah. I have questions. Um, first of all, one thing. I, I, I guess that this, it's cash only tonight, we found out. And if mm. anyone has an issue with that, they say they have an ATM uh, in the basement. I, oh. <laughs> I, I have just no idea what's leave. going on. I'll just say that. Just leave. I also think it's fine if you ask to pay after. That is probably okay if, if necessary because that's... Uh, Cap, let's get should, to you. Should I? Uh, I, wait, brought I have questions about this set and that he just did. And if anyone else, feel free, just Q&A. please raise your hand. We can do a Q&A right now while we wait for the next comedian. It's, we have Jared Freed is coming up. He's coming up from uh, the New York Comedy, I mean, uh, comedy the Cell. Comedy Cellar. He's been hosting the Comedy Cellar. He's going to be here momentarily, and then we'll bring him on stage. First question, um, what level of bets? When you're dying, when, <laughs> when you think you're going to die and you're betting, you're gambling on sports... You could be a little more carefree. Yeah, how much money? Let it roll. That's my question. How much money are you throwing I don't down? remember. I was trying to remember, like, exactly, but I think you can't go back to see the... But it was probably, I don't know, a few hundred bucks. I don't know. I'm probably throwing... I mean, why not I, I, I was probably, like, I... I, I it's kind of like, and then you have that moment when you're, like, at 10 o'clock at night, and you're sitting in the room by yourself, and you're like, all right, I bet on... Let's check the old phone. Let's check the scores. <laughs> yeah, what is... When you're on... What was, it, what was the drug called you were on? All of them? Oh, but, oh well, I was on fentanyl early, fentanyl. pre-heart attack, or pre-surgery. I mean. When you're on fentanyl, can you remember? Is it like you black? Is it like drinking? You black out, or you can remember what you did earlier? No, you're very lucid. I mean, they keep knocking these opioids, but you're pretty lucid. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty, pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. So um, yeah, you remember? Uh, I. That's why. I mean, we wouldn't have a podcast if I would have forgotten everything. So, although I, I apparently had some errors on when I taught when I told back the heart attack story, I made a lot of you know I, I invented my own memories. Sure. Because I lost a lot of blood. Listen, it's your, it's your heart attack. You yeah, can do what you want. I can want do what that. I want, yeah. I'm on your side. I mean, I'm still on many pills. I forgot I brought up a prop tonight. I brought up one pill in case I was... This is like, I was juicing last time because I did well, but I didn't realize one of my pills lowers your heart rate. Right? So our cardiologist told me that, oh, no wonder why I did so well because you're less panicky. So I brought up a second. I took one earlier this morning, but I thought maybe tonight, in case I'm bombing on stage, you would take. A I pill would just take on another one, a bill, and a beer to stop panicking. You know, just to lower the heart rate a little more. Does it work immediately? In the, world, the, the, the way of the astro, I would do it when no one's looking, like the whole astro scandal. I would. When have, no one's looing yeah. you on stage doing stand-up comedy. I would turn around. I, it wasn't really well <laughs> thought out. I just had it here. It was like a crutch. So, anyway, I think that's Jared. Yeah, that's Jared. <laughs> All right, you guys. We have one last comedian. One more time for Kaplan. And his second time yeah. ever to this set of comedy, you guys, our last comedian of the night. We are very excited to have him here. He tours around the world doing comedy. Uh, you've heard him on the U Up podcast. Put your hands together for Jared Freed. Okay, cool. Jared Freed, everybody. Thanks for sticking
Sit down. Okay. Post game. It, it, it is odd for a second, and then okay. it becomes normal. <laughs> Needham, Massachusetts. That's where I'm from. Dunkin' Donuts. What do you have on that? No. Anyone been there? Nothing. No. Needham. Anyone know Needham? I'm from there. Where is Needham, Hello. Massachusetts? She's from uh, 15 minutes from Boston. Yeah, you from there? Oh, cool. That's the northern version of it. Yeah, that's where Jews live otherwise. <laughs> True story, she's a Jew. Yeah. So what we're going to do before we get you out of here, we have three news stories from Needham, Massachusetts. Oh, this no. This is from the local paper, which says Wicked Local yeah, on the website. Okay. The name of the paper is the Wicked Local. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the website. Which yeah. is pretty good. How long has it been since you lived there, first of all? Since, like, uh, high school. I moved out. I went to Penn State afterwards, and then I came right here. We are, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Now they're waking up. Yeah. Some Penn State people here. First news story from Needham, Massachusetts. Woman, woman sues TripAdvisor after falling off a runaway camel in Morocco. Makes sense. TripAdvisor's from Needham. It's like TripAdvisor's based in Needham in like the office park part of Needham, yes. <laughs> and it would make sense that a woman who got in a candle, camel would be like, who has to fucking learn a lesson? <laughs> someone needs to, there's a lawsuit for someone. Someone's gotta pay. Yeah. <laughs> so she fell off the camel because someone wrote good reviews on TripAdvisor of this camel? Uh, she, so she didn't, so she fell off the camel in Morocco. She didn't sue the company, but she saw, she found out about the, the camel rides on TripAdvisor. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of men, do we have any lawyers in <laughs> Has anyone ever done the camel thing here? Done it in no Israel. On Birthright? Did you yeah. do it? That's, yeah, I, it's one of those things. She couldn't sue the camel people because you think you're racist. Just saying the camel people. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. sounded bad in general, but, yeah. but I'm serious yeah. because when you go, you see how the people who own the camels treat the camels and they're going, and they're like hitting them and you're like, you, this doesn't seem right, but then you're like, maybe it's their culture. You don't know. Well, you mean like maybe there's no money at the bottom of that? No, well? you just no because you're like I can't say stop touching the camel like that because I've never fucking seen a camel in real life. Yeah, I just remember the feeling of like I don't know if these camels are being mistreated or not because <laughs> I don't know fucking camels. <laughs> maybe they like it. It's yeah, like it's nobody's well. <laughs> suing the guy at the bullfight who's stabbing the bull because you're like I don't know if this is if I'm culturally aware or culturally insensitive <laughs> by not liking this. Well, to me, it's more like the woman with their kid, like. Then the, they like sh they grab their arm. You like I would never tell a mom how to child like take care of their kid. I'd be like, you shouldn't touch your kid that way. And they'd be like, get the fuck out of my face, you fucking idiot. And I'd be like, okay, you're right. Um, Kaplan, what is the line with that? Well, Kaplan I walk around thinking everyone. I, that's that's why I'm not such a tough disciplinarian because I'm afraid people are going to say something. Otherwise, I would be smacking them left and right. <laughs> oh, you only don't smack them because of other people's judgment. Exactly. That's what keeps it. That's well, what keeps what, the what whole Jared's system in saying line. Is that he? The other side's not going to say anything about it. So smack if it's away. a woman, yes. I think a man, I think a man can't get away with that. You yeah, would say something to a man. No. Uh, I wouldn't no? say anything. Period. Oh, right. okay. And now like the there you go. People. These kids are on notice. It's a whole new uh, cap. Whole new game now. <laughs> Next story. Uh, Harvard University has fired its head fencing coach over the sale of his home in Needham for nearly double its assessed value to a wealthy businessman whose teenage son was later admitted into Harvard. Do you understand? Uh, you follow what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all right, you know the, la the full house lady, right? Aunt, Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky donated money to USC, and then now she's going to prison. This guy was a little more clever with it. He bought a Harvard professor's house for, for double its listed value, and then his son got into Harvard. And made the fencing team, right? I'm just guessing. 
Because people want to make the fencing team that badly that this is what they'll do. The lengths they'll go. I think it was more just to get into Harvard. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The fencing team wouldn't this. be my first priority. <laughs> but, yeah, I think this is like... Good or bad? It's, <laughs> good or bad? It's, it's what... Yeah. Some, I think it's a good move. Everything's worth what someone will pay for it. So there's no way that they would get in trouble for that. Like... Yeah, well, also, I, I think that that's the way it should be. Like in the like in the old days, meaning like as far as I know, three years ago, two years ago, the way you got into college was your dad built a building and put your name on it, and then for generations, everyone got it. I mean, this is if you're dumb and you're rich. And, I uh, bet you, you this house combo. costs less than the building, so this guy's winning. Exactly. Yeah. Need yeah. a mess. All right, so we're all giant homes. I, th- I think it, like I mean, a building with your name on it, that costs a lot, wouldn't you think? Yeah. And more than like the three bedroom. In Needham, Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Yeah, I have no I, buildings with my name on it yet. What kind so. of a town is it? Is this uh, upper class, middle class? It's probably upper class, if I'm thinking about it now. So yeah. it's a good house. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good house. <laughs> it's a nice... It depends what street it's on. To get into Harvard, though. That's the school. It's worth it for Harvard. It's not like sure. Arizona State or something. It's not USC with the full house. That's what was the biggest crime in this, that whole thing, yeah. Did the school sucked anyway? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's USC. <laughs> Agreed. Thoughts on USC? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Arizona yes. State? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> That'd be even a Believe me, crime. I should have gone to Arizona State. Beautiful weather. <laughs> Last story of the week. Someone once told me that Arizona State had the best communication school in the country. Actually, that is correct. I think that that's is not true. Not true that's at all. No true. way. <laughs> <laughs> that, but he didn't even well, go there. <laughs> his kid wanted to get in. His kid was an idiot, so he donated the building. Yeah, yeah that's Walter Cronkite. That's a big thing people do at their colleges now, because there's like five good schools in the country. Yeah. So then, like, so then everyone else has to like defend all the money they put into their, you know, mediocre schools. <laughs> so yeah, so they'll come up. Like I do a lot of college shows, and they'll come up to me and be like, "We have the best." Like it's always a small school at the school that's the best in the country. Can like, I tell you what ours was? Right? Like, well, yeah, what was yours? University of Miami. We we they they told everyone we had the best snorkeling program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Famous. I'm kidding. The more mediocre like, the school, the weirder the program. This is the way they proved it. They were like, any if you meet a valedictorian, guarantee they're a marine biologist snorkeler. Yeah. Because mm. that's our only valedictorians. That's why they came here. Penn State had snorkel. golf club management. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every school has it. They'll be like the wizarding school here. <laughs> that's what Potter was based off of. Like they all bragged you, and you're like, yeah, but you're fucking doing nothing. Like I was the snorkeling coach living in a nice house, or. I, I mean, in Needham, Massachusetts, sounds like... Oh, the snorkeling coach. Oh, of course, that guy. Yeah, everybody was paying him to get their kid into the snorkeling yeah, yeah. program. <laughs> imagine. You kidding me? I got all anywhere. the flippers you want. <laughs> USC snorkeling program was shit. Oh, yeah. Total yeah. shit. Yeah. But it wasn't Syracuse the number well, we one We actually have the best communications. That's what we say. Yeah, we have SI Newhouse. That's our thing. They tell... Exactly. It's a shitty school, but we have this communications program, so... Oh, oh, we have a great philosophy program, too. I got to mention that. Great. My, my, my dad was a philosophy major. <laughs> Last story of the news. So this right. is, it says something about Needham, Massachusetts. Uh, this is from the front page of your guys' newspaper. Uh-oh. Most popular dog <laughs> names in Needham, Massachusetts. Literally the front page today. I'm not making this up. There are five. Uh, so the number one. No, there's, well, the number one most popular. There's five dogs named Duncans. Okay. Your mom? They, is your mom one the of them? Dunkin' Donuts, this all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, this is... There's two named Rockets. Yeah, because we're the Needham Rockets. What is that? That's the high school mascot. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow. There's 17 dogs named Brady. Ooh. Yep, Tommy Brady. I mean, yeah, Brady, of course. Brady the Pats. The goat. Name? And then there's one dog named Brewski. 
Bruski, yeah, that was everyone's like kind of. That was one of that my favorite Patriot. Who was he? Who, uh, Teddy Bruski. It's an old dog. And Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we try to veer every conversation towards Aaron Hernandez. That's what we try to do. It's a great new movie. That's about yeah. Him. That's our fun little thing that we do. Every conversation finds it its way. Looks hilarious. I've yeah. only seen the previews. It's it's, it's not, not if, hilarious. If you want to be a criminal, do not follow his lead. Is all I'll say. It wasn't the brightest. Uh, then there's four dogs named Fenway and another four named Mookie. Yeah, Mookie Betts. Who's that? The place for the Red Sox. Currently. Uh, yeah, currently. I, I mean, it's a, you know, we're, everyone's obsessed with all that stuff. That makes sense. That's the most Boston thing to name your dog after a sports, sports team. Yeah. yeah, like I can't believe there's not a Fenway. Oh, wait, and there's 31 dogs named Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Gronk? How many Gronks are there? All right, there's uh, zero. That's it. Everybody, round of applause for Jerry Thank Free. you guys very much. <laughs> that is our podcast. Thank you all for coming out. Thank you. Listen to us every week on iTunes. Kaplan, what should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. Oh, shout out to producer Matt. Thank you for producing producer the whole show. Matt. Round of applause for producer Matt. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs>